Hello and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. So on this week's episode, we have a whole range of, I wrote in this thing, tasty little items. I love that. What a <laughs> little that, surprise in the script. I know. And now I'm saying it out loud and I don't know what I was thinking, but I'm just going to run with it. Tasty little items. We are going to talk about Angelina and Brad's uh, tattoo connection, which is kind of like, I feel, an overlap of a bunch of different things we like to talk about, which is Angelina, tattoos, intrigue, <laughs> and also a celebrity I don't think we've talked about much, actually, which is Jennifer Lopez and her tabloidy weekend. If that isn't a way to tease a topic, I don't know what is. We'll also update you on the latest in Beyonce. And we'll also discuss Meghan Markle and Harry's latest escapades. Okay, so but first, before we get to the tasty little items, we both wanted to talk about one of our big kind of over the weekend pop culture obsessions. I don't know if for you it's an obsession, but for me it definitely is. For you it's a full-blown obsession. For me it's like a curiosity like i can't (laughs) stop myself from watching but big little lies the hbo series starring what reese witherspoon laura dern nicole kidman shailene woodley shailene woodley some guy who inexplicably always wears transition lenses this is why we're such a good duo though because so julie like i had snapped something on this on my snapchat story and julie wrote back just like a video of laura dern's husband character's transition lenses which like i hadn't picked up on but she's so right he always is and i feel like how could you not pick up like they live in this palatial malibu mansion on the beach (laughs) everything about their lifestyle (laughs) is so light and bright and they have her husband walking around the house in these like creepy transition lenses clearly what i think they're trying to do is like the show starts out with a murder at this very glamorous PTA party, which when our PTA party is like costume <laughs> themed, we'll get into that later. But the whole series is kind of backtracking to figure out who murdered who. So in my mind, like, is this how bad the show is that they have to throw transition lenses to like make us think, oh, this guy is the murderer? I think we need like a solo, just like a spinoff podcast in which you just like <laughs> rant about Big Little Lies. That's all I need, that whole monologue that just happened. His whole character is weird. He kind of has this like Nick Crawl, but like the horror movie version of him look to him, you know? I'll tell you why his character is weird and why every character is weird. It's like every single actor was pitched on a different movie. So they're all acting in like five different projects. Like Nicole Kidman is the R-rated like erotic thriller. Every scene of her is like in a shower having, I don't yeah. even know if like, I can No, no, say. totally. Like she's, she's in her own journey in this show and it's very nude and very provocative and dark. I mean, like she's having a really intense relationship with Alexander Skarsgård. Also, this is the kind of show where I can only talk about all the characters with the actor's name. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's like, oh, Reese did this to Shailene and then they saw Laura Dern. I mean, poor Shailene. Shailene is in a hoodie and like a slick back ponytail in every scene. And I guess that telegraphs to us that this girl has been through trauma. Like it's, I don't know, Josh, well, what's your take? I feel like, I feel like overwhelmed with your, your opinions on this show. Cause I, I mean, I love it. 
It's like, why? Well, I mean, I love it too, but I'm also enraged by it. Yeah, no, I totally understand the love-hate. And it's also, how can we take a show seriously where there's like a three-minute scene of all these gals on a party bus taking their kids to Disneyland <laughs> and everyone's just drinking champagne? champagne. Oh, I thought that looked really fun, though. Well, I, I mean, like... it did look fun, but... No, I, I mean, well, that scene was weird because the show has a, an interesting relationship to music in that they all sing a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like, you think the song is playing just as in the soundtrack, but then you realize, no, like, Reese Witherspoon's daughter is playing it on her iPod and they're all singing along to it. Right. There's a word for that I learned in my film 101 class. Wow. That, that we're, I, getting, I, <laughs> we're getting highly intellectual here. What's the word? Oh, we don't know. I, I can't remember it. And you know what? The sound director on the series, I bet he doesn't remember it either. I just feel like everything is so haphazard on the show. And I read the book. I read the book. Oh, gosh. Don't don't say anything to me. I want to say transition lenses were not mentioned <laughs> we're not, in the book. The cover art did not feature a man in transition This is a creative lenses. departure. I have to say, I do love the vistas and the houses. I almost wanted to look up like Zillow and Monterey to find out how much like the property there Right. It's one of those TV shows where you just, you fantasize. You really do fantasize. Josh, in your fantasy, so when you're thinking about like living in this coastal Northern California region, which character are you? Because I'm just picturing you in those coffee shop scenes. Oh, wait, well, I was about to say, I want to go to that coffee shop with Reese and Nicole and then kick Shailene out. I want to replace Shailene and be like the person they take under their wing to guide. I want Reese like picking out, you know, like people for me to date and like who I should talk to at the like, you know, yoga co-op or whatever they go to. You want Reese giving you pity accounting jobs. Yeah, I want Reese being like, honey, I found this really nice man. He needs someone to like, you know, transcribe interviews. And I'll just like go sit there and it's like this beautiful like house. Are you going to have a kid? Are you taking yeah, care of Ziggy? I'll have, few, I'll, I'll have like three kids there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to have kids there. You just shovel them off to like the bus to Frozen or whatever. I'll hand them over to Reese. Her kids are all leaving. I just always feel like in Nicole's scenes, she's so checked out and just thinking about like what she needs to pick up on the store for dinner with Keith. Oh right? my God. Well, to take this into the uh, celebrity pop culture place, I always love at award shows, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban, because they're such a mismatched pair to me. What's the foundation of this couple? Like, hair irons. <laughs> like hair straighteners is the foundation. Oh, my God. I feel like Big Little Lies brings out your sassiest. You're like Reese on the show right now. You're like Reese's daughter, that really snide one. I just packed my bags and took everything to my dad's house and Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz is like a whole other thing on that show. Like, she looks insanely beautiful, but she doesn't seem to me believably connected to everyone else. I will say that. Well, the fact that Zoe Kravitz and Reese Witherspoon <laughs> are like locked in this competitive, like... Like war for this like random guy who looks like a bachelor contestant or something. Right. Who has nothing in common, no sparks with either one of them. Yeah, true. Well, wait, but interesting because Nicole Kidman was engaged to, to Lenny, Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz. That's curious to me what the dynamic is. I guess Nicole and Zoe haven't really had any scenes, have they? They haven't. But I feel like Lenny and Nicole, like that was such a sexy couple. I feel like they had so much in common. I would have loved. Do we think Lenny has gotten in touch with Nicole to talk about Big Little Lies? 
like, hey, babe, I know you and the are like spending time together on set. Right. <laughs> like my Lenny texting voice, by the right. way, I got like slightly he- deeper there. Heavy episode this week. <laughs> well, like loved your like psychosexual like breakdown in the therapist's office, girl. It's just like a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that couple is cool. I love Nicole Kidman and Lenny Kravitz as a couple. Oh, me too. Maybe that's where all this rage is coming from. Like, I just had to get through to that. Well, also, what do we think of Reese and Nicole's real life friendship? I love it. (laughs) That's my take. What, their real life friendship? Yeah, Reese and Nicole are like really tight now. I saw them at some, was it the Golden Globes? they They did all the after parties together. I mean, maybe it's just for the show. I feel like the look you're giving me right now makes me feel like you don't believe it. Well, no, just because I like the real life friendship so much. I just... You don't believe them as friends on the show. I see. Is that where you're going? That's exactly where I'm going. And maybe it's because, you know, Nicole has this traumatic home life. So she's just closed off. Yeah. I don't know. Is that what we're supposed to be getting from the show? But I'm just kind of annoyed. Like, I feel like Nicole, she's just spending court ordered hours (laughs) with Reese Witherspoon at this coffee shop and she is not invested (laughs) at all. My God. I feel like left our own devices are just going to talk about this the whole time. To put a button on this, there's this really great tweet, speaking of their real life relationships, where Reese posts, it's like a press day for Big Little Lies. And it's like her and Laura Dern. And the caption is like, it's like on her Instagram story. It's like me and Laura Dern having this great day together. And then like her and Zoe, like love this girl. And then her with Shailene, like never have loved anyone more than Shay. And then it's her and Nicole, but the caption says nothing about Nicole. It just says, doing press for Big Little Lies. Ooh, <laughs> this is intriguing. So as much as I just said like three minutes ago, I love their real life friendship. I feel like something happened that day when they were doing press because that was very pointed. That was very pointed. And I just want to say I feel bad about all that negativity (laughs) i just i just spewed at big little lies i think this is all just like very deep-seated jealousy like i wish i could be acting alongside like a guy in transition lenses on some beautiful coastal (laughs) couldn't help but get one more jab in even in your apology (laughs) okay so let us move on (laughs) to i sort of could see angelina having a part on this show actually no she went (laughs) (laughs) the look julie gave me when i said that i was trying to make a character what character would she even play no she She would be i guess she'd be the zoe she would play the french like former college roommate of nicole kidman's character who like comes to visit and totally upends the whole community everyone is whispering about season two (laughs) geraldine or whatever her name is So, okay, you sent this to me this morning. I looked at it. I'm very confused by it. It's like kind of sad, but we want to talk about this tattoo. So Angelina Jolie, what happened? Never before seen images of Angelina Jolie have surfaced showing her being tattooed by an ex-Thai monk (laughs) alongside her estranged Never have the words ex-Thai monk been read so like intriguingly than Julie just did. The Daily Mail alleges that Jolie had flown the tattoo artist from Bangkok to work on the symbolic inkings for her and Brad in February 2016. Wow, so that's pretty that's pretty close to the divorce. Ironically, the former couple's designs were intended to symbolically bind them as husband and wife. I mean, again, we don't know who was saying this. <laughs> yeah. like the, the source here could be, you know, like Shiloh's friend from like ballet class. <laughs> 
Oh, I would love to find out that Shiloh has just been phoning in all like, <laughs> like these are her item. photos. It would make a lot of sense because who else has these this vantage point? Mm-hmm. To me, it just seems like someone inside the tattoo shop took the photo and they just mm-hmm. like realize now they can cash in on it. That's what's interesting to me here. It's like, how is this story coming out now? Like, I want the like inside baseball because that's like a hot thing to have. You have the picture of her tattoo that links her to Brad. I feel like they waited until now, which seems interesting to me. Also, this makes me kind of like, so this was like a last grasp tattoo kind of thing. Like they were like, things aren't really working, but let's try to like. Right. Like get. some people. <laughs> I feel like it's a very Angelina. Room. Yeah. I feel like it's a very Angelina. Like some people are like, oh, let's go to like Whole Foods together. See if we can like mend fences or like go to a counselor. And she's like, let's get a really painful back tattoo. Oh my God. Your poor significant other. You're just taking him or her to like Whole Foods as like a last ditch date. No, I just mean that like it's a weird. I don't know. I guess it's not that weird because it's like they're used to this kind of like high adrenaline life. And also, I I guess my other thought was, you know, this isn't like a Johnny Depp, Winona Ryder situation, at least where the tattoos are the other person's name. Right. And this also isn't like her first tattoo. <laughs> it's like, what's one more inch of ink on that back when it's already like completely covered? <laughs> It's actually a pretty small gesture when I think about it. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like at first I thought this was like a really sad item, but I guess maybe it's, <laughs> I don't know if we're just really callous today or what, I, but I feel like, you know, the tattoo probably does in some way remind her. I guess there's a lot that probably reminds her of Brad as in all their kids and stuff. I know, but it's also like on her back. How often is she you like see your taking back. off, right, looking in yeah. the mirror at her back? It's not like it's on her wrist or something. To me, the real news story would be like Angelina Jolie isn't getting a tribal <laughs> tattoo in Cambodia because, like, when is she not? <laughs> so, like, that yeah, would be like, the real story. That's honestly that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's like an onion headline, or I don't know. No, I, 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 I was trying to think credit. of a joke of like something like Justin Bieber doesn't fall into a bush on his Segway or something. <laughs> right, doesn't punch a paparazzo. <laughs> no, my best. <laughs> But yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like not that big of a story that she got a kind of interesting tribal tattoo. Wait, Julie, more on our tasty little items in a moment. But first, Tripod continues this week, which has been a really fun campaign that a lot of you have taken part in. And Julie and I have loved watching it, where people tweet out and Instagram different podcasts they love with the Tripod hashtag. Another one we wanted to shout out this week was BuzzFeed's Another Round podcast. On Tuesday last week, Remy Ma went on BuzzFeed's Another Round podcast to talk about her ongoing back and forth feud with Nicki Minaj. Obviously, we spend a lot of time trying to get to the bottom of these different celebrity stories, and we were excited to see a podcast playing a role in the unfolding of a story like that. If you love podcasts, be sure to share the love and get the word out there about the ones that you really enjoy listening to. Tweet, Instagram, post on to Meghan Markle's comment section about your favorite podcasts and use the tripod hashtag when you do so. That's hashtag T-R-Y-P-O-D. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay, how do we transition from Brad and Angie? To J-Lo and A-Rod. Mm, do we think Angelina Jolie's ever even met Jennifer Lopez? I can't even think of them in the same breath, kind of. No, I can't either. Maybe you could do, like, uh, a couple... Oh, I see the synapses firing there. What? I'm thinking, like, from something to something to Jenny from the block. <sighs> We need to hire an in- we well, our next intern our next as if we've had like seven our next intern will be hired solely to come up with transitions. All right. So yeah, I was saying earlier we haven't really talked about her much, but Jennifer Lopez 
her relationship with Alex Rodriguez is like, I guess, I was about to say like the hottest new celeb couple out there, as if I'm like an extra correspondent or something. But I saw a lot about them when I was catching up this morning. I always think it's interesting to see like when there's like a new couple like this, whoever it may be, especially when it's someone high profile like Jennifer Lopez, who's like been in the game for a while, like how do you debut your couple status, you know? And I know, I know we both have that same concern in our relationships too. Um, but I feel like she wanted to figure out how to do this in like a kind of coy way. And what I think is so interesting is that, so there was like no photos of them. There were like some long lens stuff of them getting on a yacht, but like it was very blurry and all the captions because they were on vacation this weekend were about like, oh, they're on vacation, but like you couldn't really see them. But then she posted on her Instagram story, a shot of them snuggling in bed and it's very blurry. You can barely tell it's him. You can see it's her. And what is interesting to me is she posted it and then immediately deleted it. So it was like just enough time for People.com and Us Weekly and TMZ to like get that screenshot of the Instagram story, but not, you know what I mean? Like it didn't, you can't look at it now. Like if you went to JLo's account. Interesting. Do you think JLo has like a private account? She thought she was posting it to that. So that's what I wanted to ask you. I was trying to think through it. And it depends, I guess, how savvy in terms of like the gossip game we think JLo is. Do we think it was a mistake? Did she mean to like send it to her, a friend or her sister or? You don't like pick out a filter <laughs> though. Like the, Instagram has a few safety features to make sure. Well, I mean, right. So then my question though is, did she delete it immediately to kind of like add to the intrigue factor? Or do we think she actually was embarrassed somehow and felt like, oh, actually, I don't know if I want to like come out with this photo right now. I feel like to me, there's like an interesting thing about like how she knew that once it was out there, it was going to be out there. So then why did she delete it? Right, right. Maybe she just had second thoughts. She thought maybe this is too soon. I think that or she thought she was posting on her private Instagram. What do you think? My sense of her is that she knows her image kind of like extremely well. I don't think she's the type to just kind of have a spontaneous lapse, you know? Right, because when did this happen this morning? It's not like yeah. she had a couple glasses of wine and then changed her mind. Here's my two things. One, like the things that my competing forces inside me right now. One is JLo is not the type to just, to me, accidentally post a, we're a new couple photo without really thinking about what she's doing. But then on the other part of me is thinking, this photo is so weird. <laughs> like It's just like his hand is on her head. It also doesn't, to me, it looks like they might not be in bed. Like maybe they're just a, at, in like a dimly lit bar and he's standing behind her kind of nuzzling her head or something like she has earrings on like big night earrings and like full makeup she yeah and like he it makes me uncomfortable i think we should recreate this photo you and me (laughs) that's the most romantic thing i've ever said to julie but like i don't know it's giving me the vibe of nicole kidman and alexander skarsgård it's like a, just like a right. little weird. It's the lighting. Like the, I think it's the lighting. Yeah, the mood lighting and the darkness and the graininess and like. Also, Alana had a good question. Our producer about if they've ever dated before, which I was wondering the same thing. I know it does seem like a couple that just makes sense. Yeah, they do make sense. But what I'm seeing, <laughs> my sources are telling me, what I'm seeing is that they were set up by mutual friends and had just been friends for a really long time. But things like this are confusing to me because I feel like they must have orbited each other many times. So it's interesting. Like, they're like, oh, now let's give it a shot. Like, why now? 
Right. I, they just seem like a very good couple for me, though. Both at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and also A-Rod, I can't believe I'm trying to like say a sports fact like with authority, but didn't, isn't he like retired now? I think. <laughs> so I feel like he has I feel a lot like of... we should know this. This is a really damning <laughs> no, if we he's don't definitely, know this. He's definitely retired. I feel confident. But I think that shows that he has even more time to spend like doing fun stuff with J-Lo. Oh, right. He could be like Mr. Dad at home with... Does he have kids? <laughs> oh, this is really terrible. <laughs> another another task for the intern <laughs> is to like, keep track of famous baseball player and other athletes' children, which we know nothing about. But yeah... For some reason, I don't want to get too excited because, like, the JLo Drake relationship, which I was very into, only lasted like a month. I feel like not even that, which also was revealed via Instagram. But that one was much more of like an intense, almost like magazine editorial photo embrace, like that clearly had been like cropped and filtered and looked beautiful. And it was like their debut as a couple. Like, this is very different than the A Rod situation. Well, I also, I like this J-Lo photo moment, I'm going to call it a moment, because it shows like a very human side of her as compared to Beyonce, who only posts these like incredibly lit, professionally taken photos of her pregnant, like atop cars filled with like flowers. I really like where you're going with this, because I also feel like maybe this is a sign this relationship is like for real for J-Lo. She's willing to let her guard down a little bit, share. I mean, she still looks like insanely beautiful, but like, you know, like she's, it's a little bit more of like a vulnerable image. You know, why I love talking to you about this stuff, Julie, but at the beginning of this segment, I didn't know how I felt. And now I know I really <laughs> like this relationship for them. Oh, so J-Lo, you can breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> so Julie and Josh say, okay. We are on board. Speaking of the always well filtered and cropped, our fave, Beyonce. She had a busy weekend, right? As always. She had a busy weekend, and I didn't really follow the story. I saw there was a photo of her in pink, kind of covering her belly, mm-hmm. posing with, I guess her mother has some sort of class, and Beyonce crashed the class. Yeah, so it's like a dance class, I guess. Which, like, by the way, we've mentioned this many times, our kind of like Tina Knowles Instagram, but like it's the best source for figuring out what Beyonce is doing. Right. But yeah, she she's backstage with the dancers as part of Tina's class. And Tina said her very gracious daughter met with the girls and spent some time with them and made their day. Which is kind of like the way she cap writes up Beyonce made it seem like she was so honored to have like the privilege. You know what I mean? It was like a little weird. Right. But I guess for Beyonce to take the time to do that is really nice. She's also covering anyone who's like uh, these photos were all over. So a lot of you have hopefully probably seen them by now. Like she's wearing this pink coat, but she's covering her stomach very blatantly right she's wearing like a pink trench coat and she has this bulky purse that she's very strategically placing over her stomach okay. as if, my question for you here is why like we know she's pregnant as if she didn't like already perform at the grammys and post like like 700 and i'm trying to figure it out like do you think she just wasn't feeling her look oh wait alana has an idea <gasps> oh, oh my gosh alana Alana, our fantastic producer, who is always thinking one step ahead, because we're too stuck in these details of like, what color is the trench coat? (laughs) Alana has a theory, which is actually really interesting, that the reason that in these Tina Knowles photos that she's covering her midsection very fully, you can't see any of it, is because maybe she already had the kids. What do you think, Julie? 
I really like that theory, actually. It kind of it makes sense for the Coachella thing, which, of course, she canceled her appearance, which she probably would have had to do even if she was pregnant. But I yeah, feel like that, this is a good theory. Well, also, I, I've noticed, don't you feel like pregnancy timelines for celebrities are always a little wonky? Like Natalie Portman, I just read, had her baby before the Oscars and no one knew. Well, you know who knew? Kelly Butler, good friend of the she podcast. Know? She she said something night of Oscars, you were saying how you were sad Natalie wasn't there as if she was like a close friend <laughs> and you really wanted her to like enjoy this moment of recognition for Jackie and Kelly who's like our celebrity baby guru, guru knows yeah. all. She said I wouldn't be surprised. I bet she already had the baby. And she was right. I feel though like it's also, and I'm not gonna, we're not gonna get into the Beyonce's previous pregnancy, but obviously there's a lot of conspiracy theories about that pregnancy, which I only bring up now to say that, you know, she's Beyonce. She has everything at her disposal. I wouldn't be surprised if she was trying to throw people off a little bit. I you know? should just stake out at Sushi Park this week and just see if Jay Z like, and brings Chris Martin in. Come, come, right, head over there. Also, it would make sense to me because, as Kelly, our aforementioned celebrity baby guru, pointed out, twins often come very early. Kelly's twins right. came like eight weeks early. Shout out to Kelly's twins. Shout out to Kelly's twins, Nora and Bryn. So I don't know. That's I'm. We're gonna start this here. I think we should just. But run to with play it. devil's advocate, I just feel like something in the air would have changed. <laughs> you know, we would have sensed something this weekend. Like the ground would have shifted a little bit. There would have been like two claps of thunder. It does feel like there must be because I mean she's been out and about. Like I can't imagine every tabloid outlet must have like some. I don't know. I don't know. This is such a good theory, though. We're gonna be on this. We're gonna People, be on you, this. If you see photos of her out this week, please send them to us. We're also going to be on the lookout, but please. But don't be thrown. There can be decoy photos. And just because she posts something on Instagram now doesn't mean the photo was taken now. So it has to be like a a current. You are so right. I know. Because it has to be a current picture of her outside out in the wild or otherwise it doesn't disprove anything. Right, but she could if she were very dedicated. She could have like a pregnancy belly that she puts on. Wow, there are a lot of levels. Well, yeah, of... like, um, what was that show? Oh, remember the first season of Glee when that woman always strapped on the fake pregnancy belly? Oh, right. <laughs> Just bringing things back a little bit to the to happier days when all we cared about was Glee, or at least me. All right. I feel like it's a requirement that we see what Beyonce and Megan are doing. So we're going to end tonight. 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 Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so suddenly we, daylight savings has thrown me off entirely. You must have gotten this podcast mixed up with your after hours. What's that about? In the, in the limelight after dark, um, <laughs> where we talk about... Actually, this is kind of an after dark topic. So after the Jamaica wedding, which we obviously discussed in great depth last weekend, Harry was seen shirtless in kind of like a bunch of pictures that were taken around that time. And Megan's not seen in any of them, but page six is positing that Harry's friends are giving him a really hard time because he's shaving his chest for Megan. The quote reads, Harry's been seen as a man's man all his adult life. So this has come as a shock to his close friends. They all think his new grooming methods are down to his desire to look his shiny best for Megan. His chest is now like something you'd see from guys in Baywatch, but without the tan. I don't know. He just doesn't seem like the guy to go to that measure for anyone, right? 
Right. So how do you explain, though? I guess I haven't really done an in-depth analysis. I'm letting everyone down with this (laughs) vigorous. I haven't looked at his chest in former years, but like, then how do you explain it? You think he's just training for a Olympic swimming trial? (laughs) Right. Or maybe he was just... I don't know. He wanted a new look. This this is not... Related to Megan, you're saying? This is not related to Megan. Yeah. He had like a, a skin cancer scare. Maybe there was like an irregular... Oh my God, Julie. <laughs> irregularly shaped... Fra- I don't know, Josh. I'm... I see what you're saying. So I think maybe there's some sort of like... I don't know. It's not related to Megan. I think we both agree. I think this is a good example of trying to capitalize on the Megan Harry frenzy. Right. But this is also such a bizarre. It's such like one of those insane stories. It's like, why would anyone make this up? And it's sort of like what we were saying before about Shiloh's friend being a source. Unless you have like the most imaginative page six reporter who's had too much Red Bull or something like how did you come up with this otherwise? So I do feel like maybe there is some legitimacy. I right. think I just did one. We keep doing these like complete 180s. I'm like, no way was Megan involved. <laughs> and then I'm like, actually, yeah, she probably like held a gun to his head. You know what it was? You know what it was? Well, I can't it wait. Wasn't, it wasn't like a skin cancer scare or anything. God forbid. I don't wish that upon my worst enemy. He made a bet with someone. And if he lost, he had to wax his, his chest. Yeah, wax his chest. I could see that. Like some drinking game. Or, like some drinking game right. where they bet on right. you know, That's what a it horse was. race. Um, okay. I, I feel that. My I was Doesn't gonna I was sense? gonna offer a different theory, which is that oh. Megan never said anything, but that she like She um, just left out <laughs> photos of like men with perfectly waxed chests. And hoped he would get the hints. What? No, like that's exactly where I was gonna go. That she made some sort of like passive aggressive, like, like oh, you know who I think is really handsome. Like, I don't know. Does she have like a Suits co-star who's often shirtless with a shaved chest? Suits squad out there, let us know. I feel like <laughs> we feel still like, have to watch that. Yeah, episode. we still haven't watched. Next time in Suits Land. I don't know. I don't think she'd ever said to him point blank, you know, I think you'd look great. Also, that would be such a bold move if you start dating a prince as an American divorcee and then start just like giving him guidelines. Yeah, no, I agree. She's playing with fire, literally and figuratively. Fire hair and okay oh and shout out to one of our favorite fans bex lewis one of our amazing fans sent us a there's a conspiracy because all the photos that surfaced from the wedding in jamaica kind of show harry and megan talking but they don't seem that into each other and apparently there's allegedly a second set of photos a racier set of photos that show them kind of canoodling and making out in the ocean. And I guess Harry was very upset that those photos were taken because the resort was supposed to be private for the weekend. So he like reached out. Shout out to um, Bex Lewis for giving us the tip on that. Oh, Bex Lewis. She's great. What would you do if someone said, I have these like never before seen photos of Megan and Harry in the beach. What can we offer them? I'm trying to think if we, if someone has these photos out there and is listening to the podcast. First, I would say like, are you police? Like, (laughs) is this some sort of entrapment scheme? (laughs) It would be too good to be true. 
But if these photos are out there, someone is shopping them around and we want to be the ones to debut them. We can't offer you much in the way of money. Yeah, we can't offer you anything, but... All the Big Little Lies commentary you want. (laughs) We'll just come yell at you about Big Little Lies for an hour on your doorstep. A final note about Megan is that... So Pippa Middleton's about to get married, Kate's sister. It's like the wedding of the year. (laughs) I didn't feel confident as I said that. It's a royal wedding of the year, certainly. So it's this huge to-do. She wanted Adele to come sing. I don't know where she is with that. But she (laughs) is having it in May. Reports came out over the weekend that Pippa does not want Megan to be at the wedding as Harry's plus one. And I don't know. I think it's going to be hard for her to maintain that because they are very serious. But you had a good point, which I agree with, which is like, Megan would steal the thunder. Megan would Pippa Pippa's wedding in the way Pippa Pippa Kate's wedding. I feel like at that bridal shower, Pippa would have to sit there and open up all the presents, read all the cards. And when it came to Megan's present and card, Megan would have this like very involved caption to the card. And it would end up being this conversation where Megan just like hijacks the <laughs> bridal shower and talks about this new like positivity <laughs> initiative she's on, this like spirit cleanse. You're totally right. It'd be like smelling salts or like some new like lotion that helps you like see, you know, colors you couldn't see before. Right. But I have been to weddings where they can only invite a certain number of people. So they set a rule where they only invite plus ones if your guest is married. So that wouldn't be totally <laughs> out of the... Yeah, but I feel like any rule Pippa sets is going to be... And if you happen to be starring on a USA show, like... You will not be allowed in. Like, there's no way that rule is going to not be like specifically engineered so that Megan's not invited. I mean, oh. maybe, maybe we're over. I don't know. Maybe Pippa's going to be magnanimous and be like, "Yeah, Megan, come on, hang." Right, but it's also interesting because Pippa, remember, kind of stole the show at Kate's wedding. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like she would have that happen to her at her own wedding. It's almost like it would be karmic. <laughs> That would be karmic. I just want to be, I want to be there for the conversation where Harry has to tell Megan that she's not invited. Not invited. invited. <laughs> and we'll just be standing there, like, taking <laughs> covert photos with our phone of Megan's, like, semi-crestfallen face. Um, well, then, stop waxing then, now that I don't care anymore. Megan would say that. <laughs> that wasn't clear. All oh. right. That does it for this week's In the Limelight. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, please remember to rate, review us. Let us know who on Suits has waxed chests versus not. Wow, we've really devolved into something. Keep us posted on your Beyonce theories based on our new Beyonce theory. Let us know what you think about j There's a lot to react to in this episode. Big Little Lies. We want to know everything you think about Big Little Lies. Please yeah, tell like, us what The you hairstyles, think. the vistas, the costuming, the, the music. We want it all. Also feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In The Limelight to further discuss these subjects. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And I'm Jay Duboff. Uh, D as in David. U B as in boy. O double F as in Frank. What came over me there? We also have an Instagram for the podcast in the Limelight Pod. This episode was edited and produced by Alana Milner, our Beyonce conspiracy theory expert. Oh, I think she was really on I to something. Too. I know. I'm like, I'm really feeling it. Thanks to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Thank you guys for joining us. And until next week, no bad energy. <laughs> <laughs>